The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Uh, yeah, I'll have a large extra butter popcorn and she'll have snow caps? Really? Snow caps? They taste like cardboard. Okay. Come along, it's time for you to Like I just no. listen to Well, no, I do listen to it I have to edit all the time. That's true. Yeah, how many times, anyway. on average, Joey, how many times do you listen to this show? I'm just curious. Outside of editing? No, including editing and outside of it. How many times do you listen to the show? Just once for editing. You don't listen to it to see what it sounds like after it's... I that's one, I that's one more time, time than I listen to it. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> no, I used to back in the day, back when my episodes were like 10 minutes long. I'm like, all right, cool. I can do something good. Uh, mm. Now I don't have time because I have 70 fucking episodes, like a podcast I listen to. And right. I didn't listen to anything during Christmas and when I went back to work, which was like two weeks worth. So I'm mm. like way behind. That always I just happens. now started my January podcast. Yeah, that always happens to me too. Or like, I'll be caught, I'll almost be caught up, and then something happens where I don't listen for a week or two, and then right back down there. It, podcast, it's a never ending hole you can't yep. get out of. Yep. That's weird. Exactly. I have so many podcasts. Hit the mute button. I have so many podcasts, and yet. Uh, Chuck is censoring himself now. I had to. I had to. I'm just so angry. Uh, and yet, I only listen to maybe like four consistently and then i and then i just i'm just like i don't want to listen to anything else i'm just gonna go listen to backlog of this other show and then i get mad that i burn through majority of my <laughs> weekly shows on the first two days of the week the backlog of elite eight showdown he's just constantly listening to <laughs> you have no idea listen i gotta get those views up somehow i listen at time of recording uh. at time of recording Elite Eight Showdown is supposed to come back for 10 episodes. Oh. But your mm-hmm. boss has has been dodging me, has been ghosting me when I every Whoa. time I know Tim's about, the one dodging this time? Yeah, to be fair, he is in Las Vegas right now doing the Las Vegas. Uh, Open I don't think that's really an excuse. Yeah, that, I, that ended I agree. today. He can I he'll agree. be home tomorrow. I agree. He's still dodging me. Yeah. I'm gonna give well, I'm hey, gonna give him the I'm gonna give him a, a little bit of a window because he's definitely coming back with COVID for sure. So like, <laughs> like I don't really need I don't really I'm gonna let him wait like a couple. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna weeks. let him. I'm, I'm pretty go sure people came back from Vegas with COVID before it was even a thing. So you're smart on that. There's always yeah, some coming back from there. Yeah. Yo. So Chuck and gambling addiction. Yes. Would you like to do your interest there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels? Welcome to what is about to be an hour long rant about how much I hate Star Wars Episode Two, Attack of the Clones. This is <laughs> yep, not that com- this is not Dude. the comic book rundown brought to you by Rundown Reviews. Did I just did I dyslexia that? Yeah, you did. Oh well, whatever. Actually, this might as well just be called Rundown Reviews because you don't do comic book rundown anymore. Just this year for now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, what well, he said. I, of course, am the uh, 
very disgruntled employee that did the uh, intro to this. I am Joey's poorly employee. CGI'd clone tit. You, you're an intern. And I am not getting paid joined yet. once again by my comrade, my cohort, my co-conspirator. More importantly, the guy who only comes on this show uh, when we talk about Star Wars, Jordan. Hi, buddy. Hey, I'm back. back. I'm here once a month. That's true. Readers. Oh my God, Jordan's our period. I was just going to say, <laughs> Jordan menstrual cycle. I mean, I bring just as much pain to everyone around me, so it makes Accurate. sense. Accurate. <laughs> much uh, much fun, like an fun, actual fun, fun. menstrual cycle, I am in pain and it doesn't even have to do with me. It's just with the people I'm associating with at that time. So, <laughs> I, Nobody wanted to no. touch that joke, huh? No. Nobody? No, everyone's we, got nope. fucking wives. It, it everyone's married. <laughs> everyone's like, no, I'm not fucking saying anything because I know it's going to come back and bite me in the ass. <laughs> Good joke, I mean, to be fair. I can do whatever I, I wanted it. to. Nobody, yeah, yeah. nobody I didn't listen to the show. I was going to say, no one I, I even know listens last to the week, show. Last week, no. Yeah, last week, everyone just shit Ouch. on Charlie's fucking God, failed you relationship. Out. The fuck? I, hey, hey, I Wait, wait, whoa, 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 Chuck. Yeah. Your failed relationship? Can you just call it your relationships? No. Well, <laughs> no, no, that's not true. That's not true. In kindergarten, I had a pretty solid relationship. Like, it was pretty good. Is it still going yeah. strong? No. no I mean, it lasted, kindergarten it, teacher in a long time. Until she moved. Like, <laughs> oh, and then I did have I did have the girlfriend in Canada. That was pretty legit. Was it a real girlfriend in Canada or was it a girlfriend yes, it was in Canada? A real girlfriend in Canada. <laughs> it was the one he met at, it's the one he met at camp. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Went, I, went to, camp. I went to I went to she Canada camp. Canada. <laughs> you ever been to Canada camp? It was probably pretty nice. A. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, we're like five so minutes into we this. Watched you episode two. I know. We watched Star Wars episode two, Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. I don't care what Chuck says. I still enjoy this movie. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, at the risk of getting Chuck's now swole ang- like vengeance on me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree with that. I like this more than Phantom Menace. I actually didn't think it was as bad as I remembered. They're only when people, only when Padme and Anakin weren't talking to each other, all that, they can throw it out. Everything else. I was like, eh, not so bad. It's so, terrible. Funny, funny you say that looking on IMDb. Apparently, George Lucas told Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen to kind of improv a lot of their scenes on the boo. And you can tell. Well, no, they are not great. No, but here's the thing that is weird. There are like small moments throughout this movie where you see a bit of chemistry and charisma come out and then just immediately mm-hmm. get stifled in the next like dialogue sequence. It It's almost like they were kind of starting to flow. And then George Lucas was just like, stop it. <laughs> It's got, it's got to well, be, that, it's got to be a poetry. Stop it. <laughs> well, but they, I mean, the fact that they actually had chemistry was the reason why Hayden Christensen was picked for mm-hmm. Anakin, uh, allegedly. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can, I, I see what you're saying because it definitely was scenes where they felt good mm-hmm. and all of a sudden a line would be delivered and it's just like, and Anakin turned into a fucking weird. creeper. Well, he did. Yeah, well, he did that the whole dialogue. Time. That is totally George Lucas's terrible dialogue that I blame that on. It's like and anyone, you could have Morgan Freeman saying these lines and he would be a creeper. Like this it it that's not on him. And what's weird too is like we've seen Hayden Christensen come back in the Star Wars universe now in Ahsoka mm-hmm. and he seemed so good in that role. Oh yeah. Like he like 
he was able to toe that line. And as a kid, I always thought I, I never got why people were so upset about the dialogue when I was younger, because I was like, well, it makes sense. He's supposed to be a Jedi. So they're kind of like stiff and can't really be attached. And she's supposed to be a senator. So she's kind of like a politician who's putting on an act and not really being themselves. And then when they can be themselves and be jokey, it's good. It's not till I got older that I'm like, oh, yeah, this is pretty bad all around. But I kind of justified it as a kid to be like, well, you sure. know, they're both in professions. <laughs> It was a almost forced love story for a mm. couple that needed to have a love story, you know, because yeah. they, they're supposed to get together to have Luke mm -hmm. and Leia that we get in, you know, in the original trilogy. And it, I don't know, like I, I'm right there with you, Jordan. Whereas I, I, I actually have this close to my Phantom Menace. Like they are similar to me. Mm -hmm. I, there's a couple of points differences, but, like, they're not the best of the Star Wars saga. Mm -hmm. Like, it's still a good movie, though. Like, I still really enjoyed this movie. Well, I'm also with you there. Like, a lot of the scenes with, with Anakin and Padme, that kind of hurt it for me. Also, the uh, literally every scene with R2 and three and 3PO in, Gino, in the, the factory, the droid factory, yeah. well, and the battle, why that was outside of trying to force levity that shit wasn't needed no I, yeah they were trying way hard to get c3po to be the the comedic relief the comic and it relief. was yeah. not working not working at all terrible yeah. and i read that the whole droid scene was placed that was put in like way after the fact because george lucas thought the pacing was off and i'm like if you would remove that scene yep. pacing would have been this is why george lucas should not be a writer or a director he should just be a, a like a universe builder and come up with ideas. an idea guy, an idea guy, and <laughs> have someone else write it, have someone else direct it. That's how it should be. But you I'm also not, have to remember, not, like you said, the last time he made this writing. for kid. He made it for all what? of these books. We made for kids. Oh, yeah, kids. made it for kids. These Star Wars is made for kids, which is it's why, as a kid, you understood why old... you understood Anakin and uh, Padme's relationship. But now, as an adult, mm -hmm. you're like, what the fuck. Yeah, I know it's it's kind of weird because it is true that these were made for kids and now we're in an era and that's why it gets so weird. Like it's almost like this kind of incestuous thing that you don't really know what to think anymore because the newer stuff is meant for adults, not the animated stuff. 100%. But Andor, all of that, like that, and even Rebels, to be honest, is like pretty adult themed for-, for I mean, they I still mean, have Rebels, it set up Rebels? like- uh, they have it set up like a kid's show, but yeah, there are some adult themes that play out in it. Yeah. Well, I would argue Rebels and Clone Wars started out for kids. Like, it definitely mm -hmm. was aiming, all right, like, Clone Wars is, oh, cool, we're going to see these these cool little battles. We're in, going to see in, a baby Jabba. And, Woo. <laughs> I mean, we'll see that next week, or next uh, next episode for uh, for Star Wars. Um, but are yeah, we, like, and then... No, we're watching Clone Wars We're doing Wars the Clone next. Wars movie. Yes, we are. Why did I sign up for this? <laughs> That's your because you want to watch uh, the original trilogy. Yes, the uh, the uh, the animated that was actually broken up into like in between commercials. One, that no, Clone Wars, not that Clone Wars. The, the Clone, Clone Wars, Wars that the started, movie, the movie that came out just before the animated seven season show came out. But the Samurai Jack one. Yeah, the, the no, movie was no the Samurai Jack one oh. is the one I'm talking about, which is the which one we is should good. watch. Oh, I, you know what? I do have those. Those are good. I know what you're talking about. They're on yeah. Disney no. Plus. Are they on Disney Plus now? Yeah, awesome. They're, yeah. they're called like the um, original Clone War Saga or something like that, or series, something like that. It's yeah, only no, like an watching... hour too, and it 
100% explains the story better of what happens with like between two and three and setting Grievous up for three. Because that's what it originally was. Like it, yeah, it originally it aired on Cartoon Network leading up to Revenge of the Sith. It does and a better job of years later came Clone Wars. It, it does such a better job of giving Anakin character and he has like no lines in it. That's why. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like half. There's, there's like they're technically total quote unquote, like total. Seasons. There's like 14 lines. He, but, Anakin, what, yes, a but what I'm saying is like the first. Well. Mm. Man, for a second I thought Joey froze, but it was <laughs> trying to figure out what to say. Yeah, I, I think I broke. I think, I think it broke. Bra- Joey yeah, we're breaking his brain. Right no, now, I stopped. <laughs> no, I I stopped because you guys froze on me, so I stopped talking because mm. I didn't oh. want all the talking over. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, no, but anyway, I mean that's a stable show. show. You just got to lean into it, man. I did it on my podcast. Oh, I and see where we're at now. Sometimes, sure, <laughs> but you guys did it together, and that was a little weird. Um. <laughs> No, yeah. So anyway, what we're talking about with uh, we're talking about off. what kind of Clone Wars we're going to watch. In fact, you know what? And since you're not, we'll doing worry about book, that and later. Since you're not doing comic book run anymore, let's just do every week. You do an episode on an episode the of the Clone Wars, and then uh, there you go. We'll do the mm. whole see all seven seasons of Clone Wars. Mm. Uh, actually, like I'm trying to uh, not convince myself to watch them all from now until we watch. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Do it. Oh, I'm sorry, Revenge of the Sith. Sorry, <laughs> like in between, because that would be a lot to to watch. Nah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah I, one of these years, I actually want to do like canon everything, books, comics, movies, shows, and just start and just do it all chronologically. Uh, it won't be this year because I haven't started on the books yet. That Matt. sounds like Joey wants to slit his own wrists. Yeah. I you know who you should get on for that is Cam because he loves getting a PhD. So obviously he loves doing a bunch of menial work that means nothing. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing it for the podcast. I'm doing oh. it for myself. For, okay. Oh, oh yeah, okay. okay. That's a whole okay. different story then. That's I'm that's not gonna difficult. I'm not gonna subject all of you guys to that torture. Just to attack of the clones. <laughs> Just well to all of Star Wars. I want to. I want before we go through like the the whole plot breakdown and stuff. I want to hear because first off, Ron. Before we because I want to hear Chuck's rant. But before we get to Chuck's rant, I want to hear what Ron thinks because I know Joey and I now what we think. But what does Ron think about what Padme's white suit? Fantastic. I mean, hey, yeah. Oh, silver lining, (laughs) right there. (laughs) I forgot to do. Um, this there are a couple scenes that are great and the rest of it's pretty mediocre to be honest Mm -hmm. with you um there are a lot of mm, disappointing things that like i didn't remember from the previous times that i've watched this and then there was a lot that i feel like was missing because i have seen so much shit online and like to like understand what was going on between the scenes that it makes it even worse to watch it now. Mm. Mm. And this movie has been memed to hell. So kind of like, it's it's almost like, Hey, that meme, Hey, that meme, Hey, that meme, this one and revenge of the Sith. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I was seeing memes left and right, which 
it's not bad, but you know. I mean, it's a sign it of the is. times when it's kind of like how we used to say when on Wreck My Podcast, when we hated a show we or a movie we watched, we rarely talked about it on the episode that it was supposed to be about. It's kind of the same thing now. It's like when you hate a when yeah. you hate a movie or hate something, you just meme it. <laughs> just tons of memes. <laughs> but now I'm curious, uh, Chuck. I want to yep, hear Chuck? I want to hear so this. here so Jordan, because you're not uh on our our Facebook group chat. Chuck the other day reached out to us and was like, "Hey, so can we just talk about one scene because the rest of the movie was shit?" Um, I am curious what that scene yeah, is. Yeah, what is that scene? I have an idea what that scene when is. When Jar Jar elects Palpatine to <laughs> all the power, how I mean, how did Jar Jar even Jar Jar's <laughs> a Sith Lord? Jar Jar is a villain. Yeah, yeah. When you realize that you've just put Jar Jar Binks in charge of trying to convince anybody anything within a senate you should know that you've just fallen to fascism failed <laughs> yeah real hard so what i had originally said was hey what if we like just pick the one thing that we liked about this movie and not go through it scene by scene because this movie is absolute garbage except for one scene this is a one scene movie is what i had said Looking back at it as I was watching it, because I actually watched it one and a half times because I started it and then I was just so angry that I stopped watching it and then I restarted <laughs> it last night and finished it. Okay. This and then I was like, oh, I guess it's technically a two scene movie. And then the more I thought about it, I said, No, this is a no scene movie. Nothing is good about this. <laughs> whoa, my, whoa, whoa. One whoa. Scene, remember, he doesn't like Natalie Portman. Like we did. A, I don't like Natalie Portman. B, there is nothing that kills a franchise or a like a, a like my fandom more than when they have to stretch something to three. Hmm. So like they knew that they were going to do a part three before they even launched this movie, right? Yes. So yes. this is an entire filler movie. This movie has absolutely no importance ultimately other than revealing that there's clones mm -hmm. and that there's this this army that mysteriously was formed because somebody apparently assumed this was going to happen uh and so they were going to need these clones which they just happened to be ready right at the time in which they were going to need them suspicious and then you combined all that with the fact that like i got angrier and angrier and angrier for Anakin more than anything at all because that kid was just trying to do his fucking job the entire movie whoa whoa the whoa the only thing Anakin was trying to do the entire movie was Padme was okay what? was bang Padme because his one fucking objective his one objective was to protect the fucking senator that was his job so that's what he was going to fucking do. She was the one that was like, oh, well, I'm going to go go save Obi-Wan. Wow, you're gonna wait, wait, wait. You mean like when he left to go to Tatooine? <laughs> I'm not fucking done talking. Because this motherfucker does exactly what he's supposed to do for so goddamn long. He's supposed to protect the senator. That's his one job. Protect Padme. And then, and then, Obi-Wan, that crust fuck of a motherfucker... At the moment of which Padme needs to be saved because she has fallen out of this goddamn ship, looks at him and says, don't go fucking get her. 
don't jump out and go save her, despite the fact that she's now abandoned in a fucking war zone. A war zone in the middle of the They were pretty far from the war zone. We don't know that. We literally don't know that because there was literally missiles and shit going off all over the place. All over the place. And she even tells the other fucking clone trooper, hey, go get a transport because we need to fucking go. Right? His one objective from the Senate or from the fucking council. My apologies. The council. The council was to protect Padme in a literal war zone. And and Obi-Wan Kenobi, that motherfucker, says, I need you to be with me. Fuck what they told you. Actually, actually, they probably would want you to come with me because I can't take Dooku alone. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck, fuck, fuck. That kid was just trying to do exactly what his fucking job was. And then he's getting told over and over again, you're doing it fucking wrong. I don't blame him for fucking turning on everybody. Fuck that. Fuck it's, that system. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. It sounds like you just explained the whole like American school system. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> fucking government? Yeah. This is this is the biggest fucking Jedi's or cops ever fucking mm-hmm. example. This entire goddamn movie. Oh, one hundred percent. Are we not? I don't. I, mean, I don't 100%. fucking trust Yoda. Yoda be acting real fucking suspicious Ooh. this entire movie. But like cop culture, Obi Wan's all he wants because he has a mullet. Anyone with a mullet, they can get away with whatever they want. <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> if Anakin was still worried about protecting Padme, why didn't he use protection? Well, that's later, Ron. That's after they're married. And once you get married, <laughs> you don't use protection anymore. <laughs> Let it be the force's will if you are to birth my child. <laughs> uh, I see what you hate mean. This and also, he wasn't doing a very good job protecting her when he flew off to fucking Tatooine to kill a bunch of sand people. She went with him. She went nope. with him. Oh, she stayed oh, on Lars Barn. Because that that was actually the point where I was just like, okay, fucking Anakin proving my point here. Because what does he do? He goes to Tatooine. He shows up to where his, uh, his mother had been traded to. Because that looks fucking great. Had been traded to. And then they were like, oh, yeah, we got hit by a bunch of, like, Tusken Raiders and Sand People, and, like, they have her now. And we've been trying to get her back. We fucking can't. And now I'm injured and all that stuff. And what does Anakin say? Padme, I don't want you to go with me. I trust these people to protect you. They couldn't (laughs) even protect your fucking mother. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's true. Like, what the fuck? That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, hopefully no Tusken Raiders are coming back around. Yeah, hopefully... <laughs> well, hopefully not anymore. They kill you. Tusken Raider doesn't show up and steal you away. Yeah, that would be unfortunate. Terrible way. Fuck How the novelization... Movie. Novelization does do a really good job about explaining all of that. If I remember correctly, it was like a... Basically, that whole village of Tusken Raiders um, had come in the night... Shmi was out checking one of the uh, mushrooms, the moisture things, mushroom, moisture mushrooms. Sure, she was getting mushrooms and, from um, a moisture evaporator, <laughs> and uh, that's when she got kidnapped. So, like it, it also does a really good job of explaining um, the the uh, Lars family and and talking about all of that. It actually has, and they did actually film. But was taken out a lot of Padme's family on the boo and Anakin meeting them. So they're building the the like the people story and the love story that that's trying to 
Oh, Padme has a family. This movie, I don't. Yeah, you actually see them at the end of uh, three for like a second during the funeral, but that's about it. Hmm. Um, it was. It's. I. I don't disagree that this movie was a bit of a filler, because especially when it's like it's called the Attack of the Clones, and we don't really get the clones until the very end, and then the war happens, not in the movies at the end of three. And then we get the end of the war. So, like, why would, like, they, they've been playing up this Clone War since 1977, and we don't even get the Clone War, really. Um, so I think, I think Lucas was trying to more push a love story in here, which, like I said, definitely felt forced. Um, but there was some good action. Like, I really enjoyed the, uh, when, when Obi-Wan fought Django on Kamino. Thought that was cool. Yeah, there's some points. There's some. Nope. Po- well, here, uh, and here's the thing. You know what's sad when you have a movie that's supposed to be based around a love story, but the chemistry between Obi Wan and Dexter Jetster is better than the main love story. That's when it's <laughs> that's when it's bad. But um, I so I here's the thing. I'm with Chuck in the sense too where this is a filler movie, but there's a lot of things that happen that are important in the movie, but they didn't have to be in this movie. They could have been in the next one just fine. Like. The whole idea of the clones being there, the whole idea of Palpatine, how he got his power, like, and the fact why Padme and Anakin are having to keep a secret and all those types of things, those are like integral to the downfall in Revenge of the Sith. But you could have easily, staples. yeah, you could have just pulled like a kind of like a, gone for like a three hour Lord of the Rings type movie and just done it all in in one movie. You probably could have done it in two to be honest. I mean, a lot of they could have also just done it in the writing at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> on the next one you know like yeah. which i mean not that that stuff is actually yeah, but we helpful. got that but we we got that come the sequel trilogy when they tried to erase the last jedi they just redid everything in in rise of skywalker and the opening crawl <laughs> i didn't pay that much attention to those movies so yeah the rise of, let's be honest attack of the clones is we'll nowhere there. near as bad as what the rise of skywalker did to this to the saga but um exactly did you guys okay i'm seeing a little bit of a trend here because in the phantom menace kira knightley played padme's like backup and it was before kira knightley really kind of blew up and everyone knew who she was i didn't realize in this one the girl who mm-hmm. played her like handmaiden was rose Byrne. I don't know who that is. You don't know that who one. that is? X. It's the Professor Xavier's girl from the X Men First Class and X Men, uh, whatever the third one was, and then and she's also Seth Rogen's wife and neighbors. You guys don't know who Rose Byrne? Rose Byrne? <laughs> I mean, oh. Rose Byrne. Holy shit! I I know her. I know her. She's in tons of movies. <laughs> I'm gonna like. You. I probably like, would recognize her. Like she's um, the, what? What in X Men? Or yeah, she's, she's Lila in, yes, in Moira or Moira, whatever her name is. The girl who's in the FBI or the whatever. oh, okay, yeah, that's her. That's her, yes. Holy shit. And that was her neighbors. She was a neighbors with Rogan, um, insidious. Uh, she was in Dormant. Bridesmaids. Corday, she's the she's the foil to Kristen Wig in Bridesmaids. She was, um, oh, what's the movie with the fake band that, um, Russell Brand has? Um, uh, get him to the Greek. Yeah, is she? Yeah, she's that? that too. Okay, well, there she's his wife. 
ex-wife, whatever. There you go. See? And so she's on this. And it's like, what? what is this weird thing about having these actresses play Padme's handmaidens that are just like about to blow up on the scene? Because she got blown up on the scene. That, that, well, no, she's not the one who died. The one who died is <laughs> oh, a different no. person. She was the one who lived. The girl who lived. Which, speaking of speaking of that, I think it was pretty like they're giving it away that that wasn't uh, Padme coming out of oh, the so much. ship. Yes. When R two gets out of the the one ship, it's like mm-hmm. really, guys. Like you think R two is going to go with some other random pilot? Come on. I mean, yeah, kind of. Did they ever like retcon explain why she does not age at all, but Anakin does? Because after you turn 18, you don't age anymore in this universe. Makeup. <laughs> um, because so she's a Hollywood actor, and even if she would have aged, they would have still had somebody her age playing the person her age. So okay. In, in the Star Wars so, like, universe, there's no such thing as uh consent. Age of consent. <laughs> recasting well that too that too i was gonna say there's no such thing as the botox they just go in a back to tank no i just like i'm trying to figure out because she literally is in the in the movie she talks about how she's loved him since like the start or whatever and it's like he was a child Mm. and you were like a young adult and now you're a young adult and he's a young adult she was 14 and he was eight I thought it was, it was 10 and 16. Six year difference. Yeah, don't do the fucking math is my point. Like, that's not good. Maybe it was nine. No, she was like 14 because she was the youngest senator. Well, no, we had this argument last time. I think we did like, have this argument. Was, she was like, literally I thought she was like, could have, like They literally could have like made it make sense where it was just like decoy after decoy after decoy and like waiting for her to like age in time. But she was always there or something like they could have done something. They did enough fucking bullshit in this fucking movie. You couldn't fucking make that make sense. Um, so they froze her yeah, in carbonite so that she didn't age. This entire movie, the entire first three fucking movies, are designed to wreck to essentially make sense why Luke and Leia are fucking brother and sister. But you can't tell and to me make how- sense why Anakin is Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, that's the B plot. The more specifically, it's it's the Luke and Leia thing. Everybody knows that. Okay, okay. But you're gonna tell me okay. you can't fucking make this make sense for like a hot second, fucking George Lucas? You care so much about a goddamn storyline? Why don't we fix the age of consent? He was too busy trying to make it poetry. He doesn't care. <laughs> this is this is okay. Just like in ancient times, this is a galaxy far, far away, a long time ago. <laughs> People were, is that what we're age saying? didn't matter back then. No, that's what it says right at the beginning of the movie, Chuck. If you were paying attention, I don't read. Yeah, it's <laughs> a long everybody. time ago in a you galaxy far, far away. Read. Dot, dot, dot. Without consent, it's yeah. right there in the <laughs> right there. Ron, why don't you read? So you, do I had a, you don't really read. <laughs> I was wondering at the very beginning of the scene, we see like one of Padme's decoys get blown up and die. And she has, of course, convenience of movies that people who get blown up always can have like one last thing to say to the person. Right. And she's like, oh, sorry, I failed you. I disagree. She did not fail. Her sole job is to take a bullet for Padme. And she did it. 100%. I'd be like, you yes, were exactly. successful, girl. You died also- and you're successful. <laughs> How, how did how, how she went did out with a bang. bomb, which wasn't placed <laughs> nice, wasn't placed on the platform? <laughs> it definitely looked like it was placed in the ship. Um, mm-hmm. how did that not destroy the platform that everybody was on? Because Coruscant, 
Coruscant has cool things, man. Don't. And also, is this oh, an okay. inside job? Have you guys watched a documentary, 9-11, Senator Padme? It, this is an inside job. <laughs> well, I mean, we know it's an inside job. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Darth Scrotum was trying to kill her. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes. So there was... I, I guess I was that's not until the end of the next movie, is it? The IMDb... Yeah, for the most part. Um, yeah, I was trying to find it in the, in the IMDb because I, I read it earlier, but the actor who played uh, Captain Panaka, mm-hmm. he was originally supposed to be in the movie. Um, allegedly, the he never was... He was not allowed to read the script before he signed on to the movie because he would have died in the very beginning on that ship on the platform. And that would have wrote him off and why he was not in the movie. And so when he said no before reading the script, they conveniently just wiped him out, said bye, and then brought his nephew, which was the uh, Captain Typhos. Yeah, I don't think that's too weird that like over 10 years, the guard has kind of switched out. I mean, that didn't seem too weird to me, but it's kind of funny. It doesn't, but it was was one of those things where it's like, man, Panaka was awesome. Why is he not in this movie? I know I wanted Panaka, but I mean, eye patches are cool too. But um, the dude, the, the, it's funny that True. the actor who plays Panaka was like, oh, if you're not going to give me the full script and I'm not going to sign on. And that guy really went on to just blow up into the stratosphere. Everyone knows that guy's name. I mean, look, he is <laughs> everywhere. He is. He's everywhere. He's in every, I don't remember his name. Every movie ever. No, I, I think we're thinking of Samuel L. Jackson. Sorry, I got that wrong. <laughs> Whoopsie. I swear. He's um, definitely in every movie everywhere. I thought I, my biggest complaint about Phantom Menace was that the CGI was awful. And I feel like they really upgraded in this movie. I feel like the lighting on the CGI uh, was great. I would, I, it still wasn't great, but the lighting, at least, they got the lighting right. I was like, okay, I believe it a little bit more. They did finally figure out how to take that like, gloss I varnish off. Yes. And now everything that... is matte varnished. Yeah. That was, that was okay. Everything <laughs> in Phantom Menace looked like it belonged I... in like a hybrid theory Linkin Park music video. Like, it yeah, was... I very legitimately, <laughs> I did watch for the credits because I did fear I'd see the worst five words in cinematic history, which was, uh, you know, director of photography, Zack Snyder on this, <laughs> especially towards the end. But. I but just, they never came out with a new uh, release of it. So. I am actually waiting because apparently Joey said that they Bullshit, cut a bunch of they come out with new releases the all the time. Of the time so, so. Wait, they're going to release this movie in 4-3 ratio in black and white and call it the Snyder Cut? Is that what yeah. they're going to do? <laughs> awesome. I'm so down. Yeah, I'm so hyped. It's going to be great. Jordan, I thought you were on my side. <laughs> Dude, Hurts. I... Yeah, you weren't uh, even here. You haven't even heard <laughs> us just destroy Joey's hopes and dreams of us liking a Snyder movie. After That's fine, episode. and I won't add on to that Literally, the last... Three. No, you're fine. I don't give a crap anymore. That's hey, I told you, Man of Steel was good. Zack Snyder. Yeah, we 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 hurt his feelings. We'll get there. I thought he was going to end the show. To be (laughs) honest, um. Also, my favorite character name ever in a Star Wars is uh, Sleazebag Bagano, the dude who tries to sell the death sticks. His name is literally Seize Bagano. Yes. And did you notice he was the dude from Matrix, like the little wimpy? Dude, uh, mouse, mouser, yes, that's something like that. Mouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I recognize that guy, he plays a oh, shrimp in something. Speaking of that, speaking of that scene, um, in the club, there, I know we had talked about in the last 
Star Wars episodes, how pod racing just disappeared. Mm-hmm. It was on one of the screens uh, in the bar there. So that was like, kind of, that was fun to see. Yeah. It, so it was uh, like, uh, NASCAR. So it was aliens versus robots football. Sure. <laughs> I'd be, I'd watch that. Yeah, that, yeah, that looked, looked interesting. <laughs> if but we just got a team of all um, Boston scientific robots to fight, to fight, to play against another team, I would watch that NFL game, man. <laughs> I Look, I just um, want the fucking robots and the AI to take over our stupid, idiotic, easy ass jobs so we can continue to do things that are entertaining. All right. I'm down. Yeah, take over my job of writing emails all day. Actually, they probably could. I may allegedly already use AI to write the most of my reports for my job <laughs> and the intros to this show. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. You. <laughs> Oh man! So you should uh, use AI to write the interest of the show. It'd be great. Chuck, I I agreed with something that you said during your rant, which um oh, I God. will actually be making my ringtone now. Um, so you were mentioning how the army just kind of shows up at the perfect time, and it's just like, yeah, cool, we're gonna get this army and stuff. I always wondered why everyone was just totally fine. There, uh, so a dead guy orders an army. And then they're just like, yeah, sure, we'll use this army. It's like if you like found a steak in the middle of the road and you're like, you know what? That looks good. I'll eat that. Like, what what are you doing? Like, wait, what if it's a perfectly cooked steak sitting on a nice clean plate? But you don't know (laughs) what kind of Order 66 poison they have put in this thing. And see, it came back and bit the Jedi in the butt. They were like, you know what? We're not going to do our due diligence and look into this. Screw the FDA. We don't care. We want this army now. And then see, it wiped them out. Do they ever explain, like, have I just never put it all, it all fucking together who the guy was that actually put the order in for these fucking Count things? Dooku, right? It was he used no, it's so it's it's so, actually not Dooku, it's um, what his Sifo apprentice, I think, Dooku's apprentice, like a Sith apprentice, or so like his Sifo, actual apprentice. It's, uh, I think it was a Jedi apprentice because um, I think Sifo Dias was another Jedi gets, that went. Go ahead. Oh, so it gets explained in the Clone Wars cartoon and uh, CGI animated cartoon. Um, um, and if I remember correctly, well, we won't actually watch that part of it. Um, if I remember correctly, he is a Jedi. I think he's either he had, I'll say, insider information. He knew something was coming. And I can't remember if it was because of Count Dooku. So he did put in the order, but Count Dooku did kill him. So yeah, like it, it, it was put in by a Jedi. I think once it gets found out, Palpatine goes in, manipulates some stuff. Um, and so it, that's why it's able to be a problem come sure. next sure. movie. So here's my frustration with Star Wars. And and actually, most things as Everything? a whole. No, this actually is a more overarching thing about issues. Things I have issues with when it's a really big, um, like media like development is if you have to tell me, oh, for this to be explained, you have to go read these books or watch this stuff. It absolutely fucking destroys the point of like telling a story in the main source of the media that I'm watching. There's no reason 
why any of like that should have been explained in this movie or it should be explained in the third one like like they should be like figuring it out but the well, third one jumped so far ahead actually like three years he yeah well three years was enough i mean they didn't give a fuck anymore because they got this fucking army like well they fit seven seasons sure. into three years so um, i mean I, I mean, in this in this movie alone, they're just yeah. Hey, look, seems Max really put weird, eleven. We're not going to look into it. A three year war. So, I think this so, is one I of mean, those they, again. They do in the show. Yeah, but I think this is one but of those things too, where whether show. okay, they so they explain it in the show, but we all know the Palpatines behind it. So whether or not Sifo Dyas did it, and then Count Dooku took over, or Count Dooku did it, I think that kind of is well, irrelevant. I, I think. Yeah, I think they actually like when you watch this movie, it's you're led to believe that it was Count Dooku. Like mm-hmm. Count Dooku just used the name of Cypher Diaz, which and maybe that's what it was. I don't remember the episode very well because it was like Correct. in season Same. five. Yeah, I remember the there show. being a Cypher Diaz so, storyline and Cypher Diaz like. Like, uh, let's put it in real world terms. Cypher Diaz put in the request for quote. But I think Count Dooku actually placed the order. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. So you know, that's it's, what I say. It. So it's a bit of that. Um, also, so one thing I will say is the best part of this whole movie, by and far the best part of the whole movie, the sound of that bomb coming out of the Slave One in the asteroid field. I mean, I remember as a child, <laughs> 10 a.m. on a Friday morning, being taken out of school. So my dad could take me to see this movie. And that is the moment I got more hyped than anything about was the sound of that bomb going off was like, it blew my mind. I was like, Whoa, you can do that with sound. That's insane. That's so cool looking. And then I grew up to this. So I don't know what that says about me. (laughs) So can we talk about how um, Dooku wasn't actually a bad guy? Like he was a freedom he, fighter. He was he's not necessarily a, a moral person, but he wasn't necessarily a bad guy either. Like, I mean, sure, he was a Sith, but like he was like a light Sith. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't see him, him. You, you don't see him like changing into like a scrody ball sack or like uh, his eyes don't even turn. Mm. you know point and like he's sure. just kind of like oh i'm doing this because uh you know like i mean and he didn't well he didn't even change to the dark side until after qui-gon died right no he didn't because it was after maul and everything that he came over he was still he was like kind of like qui-gon where he didn't really go along with the council all the time but i don't yeah. think he turned to a sith until like probably qui-gon dying might have been like one of the things the tipping yeah. point yeah that's what I'm saying. I so, think like, that was the was the tipping point. That was in the Tales of the Jedi. Uh, mm-hmm. They explained that, I believe. But the the animated Tales of the Jedi that came out what last year, or the year before. Yeah, I think there's a season two of it, or no, is that Visions? I think that's Visions that there's a season two of. That's Visions. Yeah, yeah. I think there's uh, Visions a Marvel character, Tales, but I don't know. I haven't heard anything yet. Um, what was your guys' favorite little animal guy in the Coliseum? Oh, you mean uh, where they abused those poor, poor animals that were way smarter and also way dumber than any animals ever could be? Yeah, those those that's exactly what I'm talking about. What was your favorite? 
Uh, the one that uh, tore up Padme's clothes. I figured. <laughs> no, not because it tore up yeah, Padme's clothes, right. just because it was it was adorable. It was cool. Yeah, I'd actually. And it, 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 was cool it was a super cool looking one. The most terrifying one was a weird spider, <laughs> like dude, like that right? freaks me out. Like I'm no sorry, but as 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 yeah. a, a what? What'd you say, Joey? He said I said it it's like a, a spider mantis thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that would have killed Obi Wan Kenobi in like two seconds if they would have actually just like had it go after him. But they that's had it playing with him, sort of. Well, I I don't think so. I think that's just how like it because mantises do like the hand thing. Yeah, but <laughs> have you ever seen how fast a mantis moves? Like, legitimately, would have caught him as soon as he tried to dodge around the first fucking pillar, and would have snapped him in half, planted an embryo in his fucking body, and then you know sat on it. And then we had Alien Four over here. Uh, <laughs> I'd be down for that. Also, in this scene, when Padme is at the top and she like jumps down, Anakin's like, "Come jump down on this really like weird triceratops thing." Breaks her cunt right on the I was fucking. Say, like I literally said it. I'm like, "Oh, her pussy." <laughs> Well, <laughs> that made me hurt. <laughs> that made my pussy. Glad hurt. we're past. Well, the half hour monetization there, there, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we're past yep, the half I, hour yep, mark. Yep. God damn it! <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh no, but dude, that's a, hey. Yeah, think though. She was just getting in practice when it gets beat up by the dark side. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> the final thing I have to say about this is Anakin gave me a lot of. While he was on the dark side. Anakin gave me so much frat boy energy in this whole movie. Yeah, a hundred percent. When he just like rushes Dooku, he's like, I want him now. I'm not waiting. I'm like, you literally yeah, left. You like remember when said, you, you left 20? your girlfriend back like, over there to go fight this dude with Obi-Wan. You can't even do it right. Come on, man. Just He's just full of fucking macho angst. Like, and Keystone light. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like so, watch watching watching this made me realize that like is this a commentary <laughs> of the times because he is like the quintessential early to mid 2000s fucking bro dude. Yeah, like he's, and, but also, he's he's entitled toxic masculinity like he's got so much going on. Yeah, but I know everything. Was a, Obi-Wan's holding me back. It makes me wonder. Oh, this is one hundred percent a uh, boomers know more than than any like the the generation before us knows better, and we should just look to them, despite the fact whether we do or don't. But like, I, I, I'm wondering if it's a chicken or the egg thing. Like, did this move was this movie commentary of what was happening, or did a bunch of really young boys watch this shit and then think this was an okay way to act? Because we, mm. because he hasn't been fully punished yet. Because getting your arm cut off was cool. Yeah, turning into Darth Vader is not a punishment to most people who like. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars turning right. into the coolest fucking character yeah. that's merchandised the True. fuck out of everything is not a punishment. You're like, I get to abuse women and become awesome. Okay, <laughs> I get a cool respirator thing and a Let's red lightsaber, it, and I'm the most feared villain in the entire galaxy. What all these guys that's didn't cool. realize is they'd grow up to just be on a CPAP machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah only, only to end with like uh you just do horrible heinous awful acts for a very long time and then you ask for forgiveness right before you die and everything's okay so Welcome to catholicism yup 
Space Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of Space Jesus, I know Joey made, uh, you made the really stupid comment of Jango Fett versus oh Obi-Wan was a good scene. Um, and here's why you're that scene. Here's why you're wrong. Um, <laughs> that is the perfect representation of the overarching thing of because he's not a Jedi, but people think he's fucking cool. He has to be the fucking stupidest character in a fight. He's got flamethrowers and a fucking rocket launcher and blasters and all this shit. And fucking Obi-Wan is just like beating the shit out of him. Also, Obi-Wan fucking stupid because he apparently forgets that he's tethered to the motherfucker. The yeah. entire the entire fight just was like, oh, that's right. I'm like fucking strapped to this dude right now. So wherever he goes, I'm going to go. So this makes sense. And then what is what is it, George? Big G? What is it? Why, when we have cool fucking characters, do they have to go out like a punk ass bitch? Mm -hmm. Because we get to the Coliseum fight. Mace Windu shows up and just in three seconds, Mercs no. the best bounty hunt that you just built an entire fucking army all around well, to just die on. in three seconds. I have a defense. I, I will come to George's defense. In yeah, this let me let me Here's hold on. Hold on. Because yes. when I saw this movie, I was very angry. Mm -hmm. And all of those very questionable adults that I hung out with when I was when I was a younger kid, when I saw this movie, they said. He's a fucking Jedi. No, that's course, not my defense. Of course, they're going to lose in about four, four point five seconds. And I call bullshit. Yeah, because the Jedi can't do fucking shit. And we know Mandalorians are Jedi fighters like they're they're they grew up to like learn how to fight Jedi. This is why I think Django got got also before. Be I'll say before Jan before. Uh, uh, mace killed him there was a jedi that tried to attack uh dooku and Django shot him down off the edge like mm -hmm. you can't this... sit there and say a jedi would easily kill a mandalorian this is why Django got wasted and it wasn't like a bitch it was because of uh equipment error and failure Django did not realize he uses a jetpack comes down there right and so he didn't realize when he got scuffled with the triceratops his jetpack got damaged he was unaware of that because if you look he's shooting at mace windu and right before mace gets to him his jetpack kind of sparks because he's trying to blast off because he knows like okay i'm going to try my shot but i'm probably not going to get him but i'm going to blast backwards out of his range but the jetpack didn't work and that's why he just stands there like bitch and gets his head chopped off. He had a plan. He was unaware that the system failure was yeah, there. Except for like, they don't fucking explain that. You see a spark. <laughs> Look, that could, that could just be I like uh, originally I like... you weren't. That, that spark actually was added after the, after the theatrical. I know release. it was retcon because George did let him go out like Boba Fett. I think yeah. that was the poetry he was talking about. Yeah. Well, we'll get into it when we get into fucking episode three <laughs> with Grievous. Don't even mm. get me fucking started on that. Holy mm. shit. You save that for the oh, next the movie, Chuck. Yeah. No, I know. But like, why? Well, why do we movies. have to have this this most most like they he is the blueprint. He's the blueprint mm -hmm. for your entire fucking clone army. And he just got taken out by one fucking dude who, who didn't even who didn't even warm up. Mace didn't even warm up. Where was his warm up? No, he you, ever see a fucking, you ever see a lion warm up before it attacks a gazelle, Chuck? 
Yeah. You, they just didn't Paces put the scene in where Mace Windu's in. We're talking about lions fucking stalk their shit and like warm up and pick around. Chuck, and Chuck, it. it's a lion from a fucking movie. Relax. No, there, I'm angry. I'm so angry at this movie, Ron. No, Mace Windu was stretching and stuff and doing some light yoga while he was in the the before walking out of the tunnel. He was totally doing it. Don't worry. I, don't, no, I just I just thought of something, angry. Chuck. Has there ever been a wrestler whose nickname is The Blueprint? Because that would be Jordan The Blueprint Zylinger. That would be such a cool wrestler's like uh, name. Yes, Morgan. He was in TNN. He was oh. The Blueprint. Well, of course, yeah. that's why I don't know it. <laughs> yeah, and he also terrible fucking wrestler. Actually. <laughs> oh so. well, let's redeem that. Let's let's uh, culturally appro- appropriate the name back. Then. <laughs> so, my biggest, which will. I'll get I have like a whole fucking essay written for episode three, but specifically they do a really good job of it in this. Um episode two, episode three do a really good job of not telling good stories and choreography and choreography fight scenes. Because it's just a like when Jedi's fight, it's a fucking dance mm. and it's flippy dippy shit for the sake of doing flippy dippy shit without there actually being a reason of one maneuver like one move to the next move to the next move to the next move and i kind of forgot like we used to think it was so fucking cool but when you look at the psychology of how fights work it doesn't make any sense it's flippy dippy shit for the sake of flippy dippy shit without moving to like progressing a story i used to think that this was like Back to my original comment, uh, I don't know, what are we up to? 52 minutes ago. This is a one-scene movie, and it still gets me every fucking time. It still gets me. And that's when Yoda walks in after, uh, you know, fucking Obi-Wan and and Anakin just got their ass fucking handed to him. And Yoda walks in, and Dooku's, like, throwing a bunch of shit at him. You know what I mean? And, and, And Yoda's blocking it. And we find out that like Count Dooku is actually super fucking janked up and he's ready to go. And he's actually, which I'll get into that in a second, but he's like super fun and fucking Yoda, like an absolute fucking unit moves his cloak and then force pulls the saber from one side into his other hand still is the coolest fucking scene in this movie. That is the coolest thing because then yes, he, he, it's like, He's like Kurt Angle, okay? A man is unbelievably in pain all the time. Just uh, so much pain. But he pops some Percocets, and then it's just fucking go time the second the bell rings. And you would have no idea that that man is an unbelievable amount of pain. That's Yoda in this movie. Yoda Mm. is Kurt Angle. Actually, he's Perk Angle, specifically. (laughs) Because he just pops a bunch of fucking Percocets, and then just starts trying to whoop so much ass. I for did not realize slash forgot. Wow, did they use a stunt double for Dooku? And holy (laughs) shit, does it look bad? Yeah. Not only does it look bad, but the parts (laughs) where they actually use the actor for the part looks off. This when he's trying to do like the lightning thing, and it's just the saddest old man hand of like grandpa wanting to play with his grandkids. So he's just like, I'm gonna shoot you with the lightning. It looked fucking atrocious it looks so bad I think and that I, was my favorite scene yeah now you might be saying you might be saying i give it a pass you because love... oh do you go ahead give it a pass go i give it a pass because done. um christopher lee is 
the fucking boss. I mean, he was goddamn Dracula, okay? Like, okay. This man is awesome. Yeah, he right? looks like he's like, 148 fucking years old in the so, movie, Joey. And he moves like it. Sure. In 2004. Awesome. Was this 2003? 2004. 2002. 2005. Just, what? No. No. 2005 was Revenge of the Jedi. Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Two, most things I assume happened. Yeah, I got 2005 written down for some reason. Christopher okay. Lee was also Saruman in Two Towers this year, I think, as well, mm-hmm. and the, the year before in Fellowship. But yeah, yeah, but Correct. they don't really have him do much in that. No, yeah. they don't. All of his fight scenes are just like throw a stick. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, which they used him well. <laughs> yeah, because he's fucking old, dude. Has he died yet, or is he still alive yeah. out there? No, he, he died has... a couple years ago. Well, actually, oh, he yeah. passed a couple years back. Yeah, sad. Yeah. Okay, bummer. That dude, and I guess Hayden Christensen didn't even know who he was when they started filming. He was like, "So, how many movies have you been in?" Christopher Lee's like over two hundred. <laughs> like, who is Hayden Christensen? He was like, "Why?" Yeah. And do you ever wonder when you look at like Samuel Jackson? You look at uh, this fucking guy. You look at, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe Obi-Wan Kenobi's character to a lesser extent. Was this, were they just throwing so much money at them that they just couldn't say no? I think Ewan McGregor actually enjoyed playing Obi-Wan. Yeah, uh, I believe you're right. I realized about Ewan McGregor playing Obi-Wan here because he was the shining star of this movie. And every movie he's in, he's a shining star. I think Ewan McGregor was at the point, like maybe after train spotting and everything, he realized, I'm just going to act and fuck the director. Like, I, he's the only one who doesn't seem like George Lucas got his tendrils on him and directing him because he's actually acting well and doing things that are fine. So I think that that's kind of why Ewan McGregor was like, yeah, sure, I like playing this because I just play it how I want to play it. That's yeah, I, I mean, I, I well, he also like, was trying to pull Alan get Alec Guinness, like Obi Wan as well. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. when you get into um, Revenge of the Sith. Hello there. Not a lot. Like he he tried to do his own mannerisms, but weave it into Alec Guinness. Mm-hmm. I think he does. He does. I mean, yes, he's the best actor in this movie mm-hmm. when it comes to acting. And I know that it's like a lot. A lot of the argument was, well, it's uh, the it's the directing that like failed this movie. Though I will agree that like even if they were ad libbing, the the dialogue is atrocious. Like it is just it's a poorly written movie. There are there are lines that never need to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. That like they don't they're just existing for the sake of existing because we got to fill quiet time. I don't know. But like you could then just cut out like literally scenes. Also, this movie's like two and a half hours long. It's the longest movie out of the, I think all the Star Wars movies. And it yeah, just feels yeah. Like, it's, like a slow fucking four hour movie. Yeah, it's so long. It. Only- I'd rather watch Gone with the Wind. And then we're building. We're building to this fucking battle. Right. Here it comes. Here it comes the 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 big climactic scene that's going to pay all this shit off except for like it's not the battle the big fucking battle scene mind you if i had to hear fucking forward command center one more goddamn time because they had to hone it in specifically which is forward command center it's just that like bond it's like that little fucking thing 
I didn't realize that's what it actually was. I was expecting it to be like something other than that little fucking floating disc thing. Nope. Nope. It's just that little fucking floating disc thing. Okay. In the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Looking like it was on a Zack Snyder fucking like set design, just surrounded by fake CGI glass or uh, uh, sand. But then what do we get? So we get like big ass explosions. So it looks like a Michael Bay film at this point because there's just big ass explosions going off and it's just shit running at each other. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. The battle is just shit running at each other. It's Nothing not even really shit running at each other. It's explodes. all fake shit running at each other. None of it's real. Every single yeah, thing. Every is single clone is CG. Yeah. I could not figure out why because they yes. actually had built the armor. No, no, no all no, they yeah. built. <laughs> oh, you we, broke, oh yeah. we broke him. We, we broke him. Joe. He, he actually. Oh no! There he is. There he goes. There he is. Am I back? Yep, you're am back. I, it was. Are you guy, am I actually on time? Like, yeah, you, yeah, you're going yeah, on you're time. Like, okay, it's always me. Yeah, because I think no. I was off for a good second there. Anyway, think, anyway, no, the no. helmet, the maybe the gloves and the boots. That's yeah, all. The armor was all. There was not a single piece of the actual armor that was practical. They didn't even make one for like the people to see. It's all computer generated. No, I'm saying by the time this movie was released, it was because they sold that sharper image. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, but right. then... so you get they have the schematics enough to to build like so why didn't they just fucking do it for this movie? At least do like five. Do five suits to have just like walk in the scenes and then you can CG the fucking rest like you did. But they've been too simple. Would have been too simple. That's true. Listen, George has got you also have to remember they loved CGI at this point in time. Like they had the CGI as much as possible because they they just wanted that CGI like boom, 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 everything CGI. Why would we do this? Why would we pay people when we could just CGI and pay this company that'll end up paying us back anyways? Yeah, it is funny how ILM and Lucasfilms worked. But anyway, um, I was wondering, first off, have you guys ever seen the Sharknado movies? Yes, at least a couple of them. Okay, have you seen the fourth one? I have not. Spoofs on the fourth. It's called The Fourth Awakens. I have not. So the kid who plays Boba Fett, I think his name's like Daniel Logan or Logan something. He has a cameo in that movie as Captain Fett, (laughs) which I thought was great. I was like, hey, that's a fun one. But (laughs) weirder cameo. Have you ever watched the uh, documentary called The Vow about the Nexium cult? Yes. The girl who plays uh, Aunt Baru or whatever Baru in this one, Baru. she was literally yep. like married to the dude who created the documentary and was like in that cult and like left it and everything. Like, and she, I'm just like, oh, this is this is so weird. I, like, I was watching that documentary. Yeah, she got out. Yeah, she, she got, got out. out. She was one of the few that got out. Yes, but it was so weird a few years ago when I watched the documentary. I'm like, holy crap, that's Baru. <laughs> like, I know that that girl. I know her from Star <laughs> Wars. So weird. So weird. That uh, shout out to that cult that was um, from Albany, New York. There you go, right down the road from me. Okay, from uh, one Niata, uh, (laughs) (laughs) from one, one, uh, no, they uh, one Nata is uh, one Nata, yes, one Nata. Um, so uh, I liked for one second they were actually at a cool location that was practical and not CGI. When they go to the lake area of Naboo, um, that is in a place called Lake Como in Italy, which is where they also filmed 
Casino Royale. Hmm. Yeah, I'm actually going there in a year or two, so I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, you just wanted to. I just wanted, wanted to drop that, that in there. I'm, specific, I'm specifically going to the spot where they get married, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> to and you're gonna pour sand in your ass crack. Yes, I'm gonna stand with me. Um, did you guys realize that the 20th Century Fox logo was weird in this? Was I because at this point, weren't they doing the 20th Century Fox logo that was like 3D and they moved along? The version I watched had like the static version of it, like the old school 1980s 20th Century Fox logo. Or did I watch it? I I didn't pay attention to it. I watched it on Disney Plus. I watched it on DVD. I watched it on DVD, so I don't know. I I thought it was weird. remember it it had the really fucking weird thx like with the lightning and the thunderstorm and shit but other than that i don't oh yeah your dvd probably had that that they took that off of the disney stuff (laughs) there's no more thx which i miss so much like that was my favorite part of of probably attack of the clones (laughs) (laughs) um i also the best thing that came out of this movie was the video game star wars bounty hunter for gamecube i remember that game that was so cool that was fun such a fun game. game yeah well this game, game this game existing gave us uh battlefront which is arguably yes. the single greatest star wars game ever made battlefront was so good playstation 2 right battlefront yep so good i think i had it on 360 but yes oh okay yeah i re- yeah great game i uh i also like that samuel L. jackson i'm sure most star wars fans know this but his lightsaber hilt has a uh, bad motherfucker written on it like in pulp fiction i was like Man, Samuel Jackson yeah. just get whatever he wants, huh? He just pretty much whatever he wants. He literally have you ever he, seen the, he, the I mean, interview he, with him about, about the uh, when he's purple talking lightsaber? with George Lucas about wanting purple? Yeah, he's just he's like, like, yeah, I, I want to be able to. Yeah, he wanted to be able to see himself in all the battles, is what he said. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's like, too bad. He wanted do to see it. himself. Yeah. He's the only black guy in the <laughs> universe. Lando. <laughs> no, wow, Chuck. Lando, and then there's the one dude in the sagas. Yeah, the, the, the fucking captain of the guards black. I don't believe that is true. Yeah, I Captain believe... Panaka was black. Wasn't he Samoan? He wasn't Dominican. <laughs> no. He was. I he was. I think he was black. Oh, wow. So there was two. Mm-hmm. Wow. Way to be Cap- diverse, George. Captain. He's got green aliens. Uh, look, it's a lot more aliens. than what he had in the original trilogy. So. No, Lando's black, dude. He was in the original trilogy, and and he was in two movies. That's one. That's for the eighties. Um, for the eighties, sure. that's pretty good. That I feel like you, um, once we get to uh, a new hope, a new hope is nothing but white guys and uh, one woman. I mean, right, it was actually it was originally Chewbacca's... called the Great White Hope. A lot of people don't know that, and then they had to change it for marketing purposes. Che- che- Chewbacca's brown. I don't know. Does that count? <laughs> I think, you know, I think that counts. That definitely counts. <laughs> is Chewbacca um, technically blackface hair? Is that what happens? <laughs> <laughs> it's brown face, okay? Is it white guy? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> Joey, you better end this fucking show oh. real quick, buddy. Here, I, got, I, got two, I got two fun facts for you, real quick. And, may, and Joe, maybe yeah. you already had these, but I'll just say them real fast. Okay, go ahead. Um, it's the only Star Wars movie uh, in the mainline trilogy or the mainline movies where it tilts up, the camera tilts up after the, the crawl. And then I love this fact because I want to see this actually. 
Um, George Lucas's original idea for the Clone Wars, when he talked about it in the original Star Wars, was that everyone in the galaxy was fighting their own clones. I want to see that movie. Oh, that, that would have been clone. so much better. So one hundred percent, like a Secret Wars, but for Star Wars, like one hundred percent crazy. Well, because that that actually makes the Clone Wars like myth that we heard about back from the first movie mean something. Mm-hmm. Because not not saying that the Clone Wars we got didn't mean anything, but like we started out by hearing Leia talking to Obi Wan saying, "You assist my father in the Clone Wars." It doesn't mention okay. anything about like him saving her to the kid. Is, but, from the Red yeah, Hot Chili Peppers. She didn't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, so I would have loved to to actually have had clones of people, and that's how the Clone Wars was. Mm -hmm. I agree. But but we're never going to get that. Maybe maybe in a comic in the future. Who knows? Maybe maybe somebody at Disney will listen to this and hear it and be like, oh, we could do a spinoff show of that. What if Star Wars? Dave Filoni. If you're listening, Dave Flynn, take your hat off. Open your ears up, man. Listen, we want the Clone Wars like this. Dave Filoni's a listener, right? I would love it. Uh, anybody else got anything else to, to say? Or are we good? Uh, good? Anakin is a big fucking whiner. That was my last note that I didn't cover. Yes, he is. All right. He's a fucking teenager. Of course, he's a whiner. He's 20 years old, dude. Or 19, 18, 18 years old. <laughs> Even more so. So you're so right. He, is a he was eight in you the first movie. You don't reach mental maturity oh, until like 26. So. And for me, 38. So I'm still on my way. <laughs> He'll be all right. He'll be all right. All righty. So your, that being said, Jordan. Oh, yeah. Has, no, no. No, it's Jordan, my thing. Who has the bad feeling? Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, Anakin has the bad feeling. When he sees these yes, abominations sir. of animals coming at him, <laughs> I think anyone would have a bad feeling about that. I don't think that was too poignant <laughs> of him at all. <laughs> Do you think George worked that like concept in that everybody right, has a so, bad feeling? Yeah, of course. Like he did it on purpose. This is all these movies. Yeah, he did it I on purpose. It, I think it was in the first one, and it was just kind of like. People, for whatever reason, like that line. And so then they started putting it in every movie. And then now it's literally in I, every Star Wars movie. It was in everyone, so. though, wasn't it? Because in Return of the Jedi, I'm pretty sure Lando says he's got a bad feeling when they're going through the Death Star. Or no, before the trap. Yeah. You remember, they're like, why are the shields still up? He's like, I got a bad feeling about this. Colt 45. Um, yeah, I don't and, remember if Empire Strikes Back, they and say I think, it, though. I thought I, it was yeah, uh, they do. on Hoth, I think. Yeah. Mm, you might be I think, on Hoth. I, I think well, it's um I think it's I thought, Han Solo on that one. I thought it was Well we're gonna no, find it, out. No, it was Han, but I think it was in the uh in the asteroid, in the uh the one monster thing. I don't remember. I don't know. Oh. We'll 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 get there. We'll, get we'll, we'll have we'll Gordon figured out when we'll we get, get there. To it. Yeah. I'll keep my ears open. Like Dave Filoni's not doing right now. All right, so I've got a uh, a lost limb count of two. We've got Django two people who got their Anakin? hands cut off. The the um, bounty cutter and Anakin. 
No, uh, it was um. Oh, who was the first one? Zam. Zam Wessel. Yeah, wasn't she a bounty her hunter? Arm chopped off, and then Anakin. But well, Jango, his arm off too. Yeah, 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 first yeah, off, right. so don't gender. That's ridiculous. Jango got his head chopped off. No, no, he got his arm chopped off first. He got his arm and I head chopped off. Zam was a bounty hunter. Chop, chop. He went chop down, chop here. No, he got his he... guns cut, chopped off. Oh, I always thought it was the his hands. in half, and then oh. it, yeah, it, no shit. I always thought it was his hands too. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, darn. Even more like a bitch. He can't even Did like you... lose his hands. It just cuts his fucking guns off. And you didn't count. Away. You didn't count all the Geonosians who get cut in <laughs> half, but somehow still are screaming after they get cut in half. I mean, I assume you'd scream. Nope, It'd be I pretty painful because. Oh no! Wait, they don't have thoraxes. They couldn't scream. I, I said, listen. We don't have time to get into the physics of how a fucking lightsaber works because I'm going to lose my shit. (laughs) Although I have heard a theory that there's limbs uh, as in arms and not heads because there's so many people who got the heads lopped off. I have. Uh, Have you ever heard the theory that there's essentially an edge to the lightsaber? And like, that's why sometimes it like barely hurts any, like it barely goes through something. And then other times it's like, completely cuts it off like clean through and like cauterizes it Whoa. like essentially like the difference between hitting it's... like the flat mm. side of a sword versus like hitting the edge with a sword oh hmm. yeah mm. no i never heard like, that before. i mean it's uh, it's just fan theory interesting theory none of it makes sense how it works but when you look at the original lightsaber in new hope when he when uh luke first turns it on it does actually look like it has an edge to it like it it but I think that's just the poor CG at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I fucking hate lightsabers. Fucking Jedi yeah, the worst. <laughs> For our kill count, I got a rough total of 433. Are you um, counting the giant ship as one yeah. kill? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's all one kill. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the the so two battles, group? like the battle in the the uh, Coliseum, the Coliseum before the clones show up, and then after the clones show up, it was just like literally just. Massacres. I thought that's about. Like, I said four hundred. I don't know. It was a rough guesstimate. It's somewhere between to be fair, not that far off from so four hundred thirty-three total. Like in in retrospect, I mean, a lot more than. Batman, but okay. Literally, entire armies had to die in this to make it over what Batman had. Batman was a one-man army, just murking people in Gotham. So, like, like pound for pound ratio, like population ratio. True. Batman, I think, still technically wins this one. <laughs> We're gonna find a movie where it's gonna just destroy Batman's. Company. What are we gonna okay. do? Watch we'll Rambo? We'll get there. Everyone's no, Rambo doesn't. Fuck. Rambo doesn't Rambo. have enough people in the town to beat Batman's score. Oh, I, I was about the Rambo that like after <laughs> like when uh, Sylvester Stallone's old and he's like fucking mowing down an entire fucking like army with the uh, mounted machine gun. Oh, that was the one that came out in like the early two thousands, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean like Rambo? Like it was just like it was like retitled Rambo. Mm-hmm. I think it was that one. Yeah. I really liked Last Blood. Actually, I was surprised. Yeah. I wasn't looking at it like as much. It was pretty good. Rob, anyway, what we got for our bingo? Okay, bingo. because of uh, you know Yoda, obviously we've got the weird talking trope thing. 
Uh, we've had monologues from fucking everybody and their brother. A lot of animal cruelty. Mm. Also, uh, speaking of the animals, the fucking centipedes or millipedes or whatever the fuck were super intelligent bugs now that like understand exactly who to target and attack. They understand sensors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had dead parents. Uh, obviously, uh, comic logic, unexplainable science. We had some government interference because uh, Jedi are definitely government. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the hero kills and we had sexual innuendo. Well, see, Ron, what you don't know is in uh, the 17th issue of Dark Horse that came out at the same time that this did. They explain the fact that those bugs actually had cybernetic controls in them to go underneath the radar. and were actually being controlled the entire time. But we wouldn't know that, Ron, because they don't explain that in the fucking movie. Actually, that's spot on. That's exactly in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> There's also Wilhelm screams. Just um, go put that out there. Oh, was there? I missed that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the beginning. So is it is Chuck, it when he's think, uh, killing all the uh same when, people? No, it's when the, the platform blows up. It's one of the guards gets, gets oh. it out. It's not it, apparently it's like the third Wilhelm Scream. It's not the original, it's like a, a different version, but it's gotcha. they still count as Wilhelm Scream, so I like Wilhelm scream when it was just a Wilhelm hell whisper. Sure. Mm. Mm. Um, so Chuck, pretend like I got any of. Let's go ahead and give us our. uh... It's a Wilhelm scream. You don't know. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have to spend uh, another forty-five minutes now explaining what the Wilhelm scream is to Chuck. No. Chuck, is that like the? Is that like the? Continuum. When somebody gets thrown off like a cliff and they go. Uh, it's, it's like one of the most famous places. sound yeah, bites. Yeah, well, screen. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Yes. Uh, space. Uh, look. Log cape continuum. This fucking Without thing yelling. looks like Zack Snyder fucking made this thing. Um, it looks atrocious. The filters are disgusting. It's all CG. Yoda looks like garbage because mm-hmm. he's not a puppet anymore. Uh, the armor looks. I actually like Yoda on this one. No, he looks like trash. He like. Most of, I mean, you like trash, so that actually tracks most of the time because you're. Hi, thanks for calling me out, Chuck. He doesn't like you, Ron. You talking about? Yeah, I used to like you. Yeah, you're totally fine. What are you talking about? You're a delightful (laughs) human being. Um, I'm going to say that this is like a fucking just dumpster fire. Uh, four out of seventy six fucking spawn capes. It doesn't. It looks aged. It do, it looks like it was made in the mid two thousands, and and it wasn't. It was made in the early. So I guess it was it was cool for its time, but like it's we. This was O two, and you can tell because every like the the um what the fuck is the thing we used to call it? oh the the rubber the rubber people. There's like definite rubber people when um, Obi Wan is holding on to the thing that's flying back that had the uh, mm. the uh, the bugs in it when it's flying yeah. back to Zam. It it, it like he's one hundred percent rubber the entire time that's flying back and it looks yeah. really really bad. And C three PO also has the rubber thing going on okay. in the droid factory. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. All the droids yeah. look yeah super like low budgety cg like like the render card wasn't keeping up with like the amount of droids that were on the fucking screen they didn't update their ram <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also real quick there. 
they there is a line where they're like, oh, the clones are better than droids because they can think and they have killer instinct and all this stuff. And as they're saying that, there is one clone that is like looking like they're all in the mess hall eating, and he like looks up, like he's like watching automatically suspicious. He's very mugging him, man. He is yeah, mean like him. that right there should give away that probably not the best idea that you have a full <laughs> army of like clones that are probably all gonna turn on you, but whatever. No, what get what should give it away is the clone army built from a uh, a bounty hunter that is then standing up next to Count Dooku, who is their enemy. Yeah. Yep. yep. No. Not a lot of thought no. going in. But but they were stupid enough to believe nope. science and they're just like, oh no, we reprogrammed them. They're they're the perfect killing machine. Yeah. That will, that will listen to everything you have to say. Which I guess technically they do. So you know, we'll find out in episode three. But yeah. <laughs> All righty. So on that's, to that's our scores. Jordan. That's fine. Yeah. Jordan, what do you give this? Out of ten. Uh, I think I gave oh out of ten. What did I give? What did I give Phantom Menace? You gave uh, Phantom Menace five point five. five. I'll give this a six then. Slightly better. Y'all know I'm about to nuke okay. the score from Orbit. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. Duck, what you got? Look, this is is this a Star Wars movie? Yeah, I mean technically there's fucking Jedi everywhere in it. Um, it's a really shit put together love story. Um, it takes place in a galaxy far, far away or fucking whatever. I don't know. It's, it's a filler movie. It's a, it's a two and a half hour slog through the mud to get to this battle that looks like shit. And, and the only scene that saves it is fucking Yoda versus Dooku, which going back doesn't hold up. Looks really, really bad. I can appreciate it for what it is. Jango Fett was the coolest fucking thing I thought, and I really hate that he went out like a punk. 1.9. Like, I really <laughs> fucking hate this movie. This, this Fuck does... you, dude. Jesus. This doesn't, dude. This doesn't deserve... This does not deserve anything above a 2. There's no redeeming quality about it. The only things that you look at it and you say, this is decent... Look like shit. I hate the fucking Coliseum. I hate those fucking animals. That is such the dumbest thing. If they weren't just a bunch of fucking troglodytes trying to like live like they were the Roman Empire or fucking whatever, and just murked them there with fucking guns, the whole stadium had fucking guns. Shoot them. Get this fucking thing over. The even the Thai fucking Federation or not the fucking Separatist guys were just like fucking kill them. What are you waiting for? Like, yeah, we've had our fun. Fucking shoot them. Only to have a bunch of good Gene Oceans die Father for no right. goddamn reason. A lot of good men died in that pit for no reason. That's all I'm saying. By dancing swordsmen. <laughs> what the fuck? Ron? What do you got? Um, so... Damn. It... I don't know. There are only a couple things I actually liked about this movie. And, um... Like Chuck, most of it was just kind of... Mm, I wouldn't even say mediocre. Some of it was less than mediocre. Uh, but I also do have the hots for Natalie Portman. So that does you know go positive in this movie. For me, anyways. <laughs> Chuck, I'm glad your microphone's muted because I don't know what the hell you're saying, but... 
<laughs> Listen, I knew it was muted because I Joey already lost his fucking shit on it, so I had to fucking mute myself. But uh, so I'm gonna give it a uh, four point five, and uh, yeah, okay. All right, Gennaro. Alrighty, um, what I you got, bud? said it earlier. I like this movie. I really enjoyed this movie. It's not the greatest, I will fully admit that, but it's still a fun movie for me. Um, I know the uh, the novelization helps helps it out a little bit for in my in my eyes because I, I read the book, you know, way back when. Um, and actually, I've read it recently within the last like five years. Um, but also, like, I just I like Star Wars, so it's. Lower than the first one, which first one I gave a seven point one. This one I'm giving a seven. I know it's not too much lower, but you know, technicalities. <laughs> I still like this movie. I love. I really like this movie. So that gives us a combined score of four point eight five, which will put it. Where will it put it? Yes, yeah, because. Because Chuck tanked it. Put it sit at number 51 out of 84 movies. Justifiable pointing. Thank you very much. Whatever. Uh, it's just behind Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo at a 4.93 and just above Heavy Metal 2000 at a 4.75. This ooh, Actually, it's Great. also below Batman. From 1989. Hmm. Well, I mean, that makes sense. That, so that tracks. I think objectively, this movie is probably one of the worst in the franchise, but I, I like it enough to. I liked it more than Phantom Menace. I like it more than Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I like it more than Solo, a Star Wars story. Like I, I have them on the same <laughs> level. I, I, I have, I have Phantom and. And attack, right? Yeah. Sim- I mean, obviously, seven to seven point one. They're 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 enjoyable. There's good things in there. It does move the. I know I'm by the trigger truck, uh, trigger Chuck. It moves the plot along to what we get in the original trilogy. Like the <laughs> it, pieces are there. It moves are the plot great? along. Per- no. Are, are- are they pieces of Chuck's microphone as he slams it into his desk? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's trying to shoot himself in the head with it now. Oh. I fucking hate this fucking show. Why am I on it? So. <laughs> uh, if our next move, every what's Saturday, our next Sunday. movie? Tell, tell us what our next movie is. We'll find is. out when we're done. We'll find Are we out done? Are we done talking about how bad this movie is? No, Are we, we need to find out where we can reach Jordan at. Yeah, where what Jordan, where can we find you? Eight six seven five three oh nine. Call me up. Uh um, for a good time, right? For a good time. No, you can just check me out. BS and craft beer. That's where you can find me. I don't honestly, I don't even post much on there anymore. I am enjoying Chuck's journey on there. Um every now and then when he asks who wants to be an accountability partner, I, I type yes and then I delete it and go, I'm not on here enough <laughs> to actually be able to hold anyone accountable. So <laughs> I'm literally yeah. just going on Instagram to watch Chuck now. <laughs> tracks. That makes sense. But yeah, come come check me out there. You can see pictures sure, of beers uh, I posted three months ago. 
Yeah, you can yes. uh, you can hang out with me uh, where Jordan also hangs out with me, apparently, and I'm just completely unaware of it. <laughs> Over on Instagram, I kicked out of the hood, no we ain't kicked on TikTok, kicked out of the hood, no we ain't kicked. Uh, kicked out of the kitchen on TikTok uh, for the, we're gearing up, semester's almost starting at the time of recording, so who knows, maybe something will happen. Uh, yeah, if you want to be an accountability buddy, uh, I go to the gym apparently seven days a week, and everybody's real fucking pissed about it, because nobody knew that I... Because I, I didn't, rarely did I ever do like gym check-ins, but I decided for uh, New Year, since I have friends that do gym check-ins, I'd get on that like little coaster. And then I had people that also wanted to do it. And now they're messaging me, please stop tagging me every fucking day. I didn't know you went to the gym. You're making me feel bad. So, I don't know. Isn't that but, the point of the accountability? I yeah, mean, that's literally the fucking you. point. But apparently I'm just bumming everybody out. They're like, do you go every day? And I'm like, yeah, because if I don't go, then it just ruins my entire life because I don't know how to set healthy boundaries. So, uh, you know, I'm there every day. They're like, you, that's insane. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm constantly sore because I don't let my body rest. So great and do, do you walk to the gym too yeah i live right down the street from it so it's it's like a 10 minute walk uh except for it's a new york winter right now and nobody fucking shovels the sidewalk well so. i was gonna say people like that's even more than to be like yeah i'm gonna go spend 10 minutes in the freezing cold every day to go there as well Listen, yeah, but uh, nobody that. shovels the sidewalk i don't even have a fucking sidewalk shut the fuck up chuck you should be happy <laughs> then you don't have to fucking shovel it i meant to walk that's down man happy. So walk in the street, you fucking girl. What do you want? I don't know. They quit your fucking bitching about people not shoveling their sidewalks, so you have to walk in the snow, you pansy. It is their responsibility as a homeowner to shovel the walkway. And nobody gets fucking fined for it. He's right. You're supposed to fucking shovel. Hey, you know what, Chuck? Grab a shovel and do something about it then, all right? I'm not. Do you know how much that? That's a fuck. That's a lot to shovel. I'm not. Hey, then you don't even have to go pay for the gym, man. Actually, fun fact: one time I got my car stuck in a snowstorm at the end of my street, and I did start to shovel the street to try to get my car out. And my neighbor came out and called me an asshole. Who the fuck would shovel the entire street just to get home? (laughs) Wow. All right. You know, I wanted to make fun of you for it, but I can't even be on his side against that because that's kind of a dick thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, and then other neighbors like you're looking for your wallet. (laughs) Yeah, other neighbors came out and started helping me shovel because the plow was like coming down the street and needed me to move. And then he with a snowblower finally came and like started plowing some section of that with a fucking snowblower, and he was pissed. It was really funny. Uh, Anyway, he died. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Ron, Ron, where can they find you? (laughs) Um, you can find me on uh, Instagram and TikTok at Good at This Game. On uh, Instagram, you can see my art account at Good Art This Game, and uh, obviously uh, here at this great, fantastic podcast that we take very seriously. Joey, where can they find you? Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, you guys can find me on twitter at comic rundown instagram comic book rundown threads comic book rundown email us comic book rundown gmail.com we are on youtube when i remember to actually upload the episode uh we've got merch over on redbubble and t public and our song was done by cam uh oh and rate and review us on those wherever and uh, uh so our next rem- movie remember to head over to patreon.com slash professional casual oh go ahead yeah 
Head over to patreon.com slash professional casual as well as one dollar get access to the hot discord or give it to 301 tier so we can specifically get money. Uh, did you send the clip of the thing you were supposed to send to get posted to Tim? No, because that episode's coming out next week at time of recording. So I will okay. put it out next week. All right. Well, there you go. So if at I remember time of that. release of this episode, go check out uh, the 10 minute rant. What was that? I don't even remember now. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was about it was about really? Rebel Moon. You don't remember? Awful, really? Yeah, you've been doing I don't know it. You've been, you've been. Yeah, because you want to know why? Okay. It's about as forgettable as every Zack Snyder cut that's ever been released. Oh. Okay? So, anyways, Jay, what's our next movie? <laughs> so, our next movie <laughs> will be. <laughs> no, I had that one coming. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. I only I only get three Zack Snyder comments a show. I forget. I apologize. That was unfair. <laughs> I'm giving you a lot more than just the three. Anyway, our next movie we'll be watching will be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. The the original live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's weird. That didn't sound like Maximum Conviction. That's weird. <laughs> yeah it's not oh, a list brother oh it jordan if if we watch maximum conviction would you come back on for it uh i'm blindly will say yes because i have no idea what that movie is holy it, shit 2012 um, steven seagal and stone cold steve austin that was a mistake. together oh well that just sounds amazing <laughs> yeah thank you so can we like yeah anyway so we're watching what the if original? what if what perfect. if we do Maximum conviction as a Patreon episode. Just saying. I like that idea. I, I uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm not against it. We'll just... work that out off mic, okay? Teenage Mutant Later, guys. The original. Internet, I, guess. I just watched that recently with my nephew. The original from 1990. Yeah, he so. fucking hated it. So. All right, everybody. Throw that kid in front of a bus. Bye. God damn. I have a good one. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, 
Did I Roll a Wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.